Hello everybody, welcome to another very interesting edition of uh, Molo's File podcast. Uh, the topic we're going to discuss today is going to be very interesting, uh, like many of the other ones we've discussed before. Uh, I will be speaking to this topic from, of course, like I always do from my wide experience across industries in strategy, marketing, leadership, operations, and general management. So, uh, we're going to be talking today about uh, the topic which I titled Beyond Borders, How African Brands Can Achieve Global Leadership. Let me repeat the topic of the podcast today, Beyond Borders, How African Brands Can Achieve Global Leadership. There was a recent survey of the top 100 most admired brands in Africa by Brand Africa. This Brand Africa survey of the top 100 most admired brands in Africa has been done since 2010. So 2020 is like the 10th anniversary of this survey. What is interesting about the Brand Africa survey in in 2020 um, compared to 2010, um, what's interesting about the Brand Africa survey in 2010 was that there were 34 African brands among the top 100 most admired brands in Africa in year 2010. A decade later, in 2020, African brand share among the top 100 most admired brands in Africa had declined by nearly two-thirds, or 62%. In 2020, there were just only 13 African brands among the top 100 most admired brands in Africa, compared to 34 a decade earlier. 71 of the top 100 most admired brands in Africa came from Europe and North America in the Brand Africa survey of year 2020. So the puzzle for all of us that manage brands and do marketing in Africa will be something like, why are these global brands dominating Africa over over our own African brands, even in our own African continent. Is there a path to global international brand leadership for African brands or brands of African origin? How should brands of African origin even win within their own continent? These puzzles and these questions are some of the things which I'd like to answer or discuss in this very interesting podcast today which will be of wide interest to everyone that is building authentic or building African businesses. Now, the question about why global brands, why, why, are, the global, why are global brands or brands from Europe and North America, why are they dominating Africa? Now, the theory which I'm putting on the ground for discussion is that the global brands are built on universal human values that can travel across continents. These universal human values on which the global and international brands are built knows no continental boundaries. And these universal human values or emotions include things like fun, friendship, freedom, love, independence, achievement, success, ego, 
family and community. All you need to do is to look at the positioning or the lifestyle positioning particularly of a lot of the brands from Europe and North America that are dominating Africa. You will see how they connect, how they leverage these universal human values as the basis of their flesh, of their, of their extrinsic position, in which has allowed them to cross continental boundaries very freely because this universal man values knows no continental boundaries. African brands need to be built on this universal man values if they must travel, but they must do so, connecting to our local nuances in Africa in a unique and authentic African way. And no one should be able to do this better like our African brands. One of the things that is very surprising when you look at the African, the, the landscape of brands in Africa is that you will actually see that some of the international brands have been able to, while keeping their connection to universal human values and emotions, they've connected to our local African nuances sometimes even much better than our own African brands. Many of us will remember the Coca-Cola Share Coke Share Filling campaign of 2016, a very successful global campaign. We remember that campaign about Share Coke with Femi, Share Coke with Bolaji, Share Coke with Nena, Share Coke with Temba campaign that was all over Africa. That was a global campaign of universal human values of friendship and love that was delivered in the context of our nuances in Africa, connecting to our names, connecting to our local African context, in which our African people could resonate strongly with a global campaign that, that was leveraging universal human values that was traveling across Africa and connected to our African people. One of the things that we can also see why global brands from Europe and North America are dominating Africa is that these global brands tend to have strong aspirational cosmopolitan appeal, which resonates strongly with the African youth. Our African brands tend to be very weak in delivering cosmopolitan aspirations, leading to weak appeal and sometimes weak preference compared to European and North American brands. Now, some of the theorizing which I'm doing in the course of this podcast can sometimes sound a little bit ambiguous or paradoxical. On one hand, I'm saying something like we need to build, have, you need to build authentic African brands, but at the same time, they need to be cosmopolitan. That sounds ambiguous and even paradoxical to be cosmopolitan and be authentically African at the same time. I'm also saying something like um, the African brands need to be authentically African, yet they need to connect to universal human values. That can sound paradoxical, can sound ambiguous. But the creativity and the sweet spot of brand positioning for African brands in their quest for international leadership lies in this ambiguity and in this paradox. To find the sweet spot of unique customer appeal for African brands that is authentically African yet cosmopolitan at the same time. To find the sweet spot of unique customer appeal for African brands that is authentically African 
yet connect to universal human truths, values, and emotions that can cross geographic borders. So we've been talking a lot about authentic African brand. So it's important that we actually discuss the concept of brand authenticity. What does it mean? What will it mean for a brand to be authentically African? My definition of brand authenticity is when a brand is true to itself and to its promise and its covenant with its customers. Given who the brand is, where it is coming from, its origin and its reason for being. Therefore, being authentically African for a brand means being consistently true to itself. For a brand that is authentically African, it needs to be authentically true to itself. It needs to be consistently true to itself and to its customers. Authentic African brands must be true to their African identity and origin as their reason for being. Authenticity in by this definition and concept now actually means that anyone that tries to look like the authentic becomes like a fake. They lose their credibility. Only the authentic can, they, can be credible. Any other thing different from the authentic is a fake. This represents an opportunity for African brands over global brands who are trying to connect to our local nuances. Is there a way in which African brands, because they have a better insight, because they are part of Africa, because they are rooted in our culture, they should be able to connect to our local nuances much better than global brands so that if global brands try to connect to these local African nuances, they begin to look less authentic, they begin to lose less less credible, they begin to look like a fake. But something very interesting, authenticity is rooted in culture. But culture itself is dynamic. Culture is not static. So in discussing the dilemma of cosmopolitanness and Africanness, one of the things that is important to recognize for our brand managers and marketing managers across the continent is that because culture is dynamic, the concept of an Africa that is backward-looking, that is static and frozen in time, does not resonate with the African consumer, especially with the African youth. African authenticity in contemporary expression is therefore about being modern, being cosmopolitan, yet being African at the same time. And we're going to see a lot of this in the course of this podcast. So therefore, being authentically African and being cosmopolitan are not mutually exclusive. Let me repeat that because that's a key take of my podcast, of this podcast. Being authentically African and being cosmopolitan are not mutually exclusive. And Africanness that is not cosmopolitan doesn't therefore resonate with the African consumer that is exposed to the global world of today. So how do how would, how do we build how, how can we build authentic African brands that can travel internationally and win and become global leaders? In this podcast today, I'll be presenting three case studies. These three case studies are Nollywood. Nigerian music artist brands and the origin alcoholic beverage. What can African brands in their quest for global leadership learn from these three cases? Please come with me. Let's start from Nollywood. 
there are three lessons that are African brands in their quest for global leadership can learn from Nollywood, but I will give some short background. Nollywood is the drama of African stories of success, achievement, love, freedom, independence, family, fun, friendship in an authentic Nigerian way. Nollywood is the story or the drama of this universal man values truth and emotions in an authentic Nigerian way, in an authentic African context. Nollywood is a classic example of authentical, authentic Africanness, dramatizing the universal man values of family, friendship, fun, love, community, success, achievement in an African context, in an authentic African way. And we can see Nollywoods are all over the world. Nollywood films and content have traveled all over Africa and the African diaspora, in Europe, in US, and the Caribbean, without being so initially deliberate. Let me repeat that. Nollywood films, content, and content have traveled over Africa and the African diaspora, in Europe, US, and the Caribbean, without being so initially deliberate. So what are the lessons that African brands in their quest for global leadership can learn from Nollywood? The first lesson is that while Nollywood is Nigerian, the universal human values, emotions, and truth in the Nollywood stories means that Nollywood drama could resonate and connect beyond Nigeria through Africa and the African diaspora. The second lesson is that the route to global leadership for Afghan brands in their quest for international leadership is to target and win through Africa and win with the African diaspora, including the Caribbean, as a launch pad to conquer the world. There are about 1.3 billion Africans and about 210 million people of African descent in the African diaspora, from Europe to North America, Caribbean, Brazil, Haiti and the Latin America and many more. That is a large captive market for authentic African brands that connects to universal human values of family, friendship, fun, achievement committees that all Africans and African diaspora will resonate with wherever they are in the world. Being African and expressing these universal human truth values and emotions in an authentic African way that can travel across borders. That is a very key reason for the success of Nollywood internationally. The third lesson that our Afghan brands can learn for, from Nollywood in their quest for global leadership is that digital technology and leveraging of digital platforms where possible for distribution will enable our Afghan products and brands connecting to universal man values travel more quickly even across across geographic borders to reach markets across Africa and the African diaspora. Nollywood content have traveled on digital TV platforms across Africa and the African diaspora. As the world goes more digital in its commerce, even for physical products, how could African brands in their quest for global leadership ride on these e-commerce and digital content and distribution platforms to capture the African and the African diaspora market at scale with their authentic African appeal and universal human values that propels them to travel across geographic borders.
The second case we're going to look at is the Nigerian music artist brands. All over Africa and the African diaspora, Nigerian music brands like Bonaboy, Whiskey, Olamide, and their content have traveled all over Africa and the African diaspora from pubs to parties, from lounges to concerts. Anytime Bonaboy and Whiskey wants to do a concert in London, they will fill up the O2 Arena at the top of your finger. From New York to Nairobi, from London to Lagos, Nigerian artist brands have gone global to Africa and the African diaspora as their long path to global music stage. Same like Nollywood, Nigerian music artist brands connect and sing about universal man values, emotions and truth of friendship, love, achievement, success, fun, family, community, while being authentically Nigerian and African. Something also, very, something also very interesting to note about the Nigerian music artist brands that have succeeded internationally is that Nigerian music artist brands, Nigerian musicians, whose brands have succeeded internationally, they don't, they don't just sell their dance rhythm or their alphabets. They sell the drama of their lyrics, the meaning and the story of their lyrics, in fun, in the freedom, in the friendship, in the aspiration, in the achievement and the success and community stories in their songs. This tells us that for African brands to travel beyond their borders, they must go beyond the functional or the product intrinsic to extrinsic lifestyle expression of universal human values and emotions. Whiskey in track of Ujelegba, for example, is a story of his horses. His rise to stardom from the working class districts of Ujuelegba in Lagos. The support and prayer of his mom during his ozus, supporting his dreams, even when the beats of that song is a very good danceable alphabet. So, this is a very interesting way to illustrate the concept of product intrinsic and product extrinsic for African brands in their quest to build a brand strategy that can propel them to travel across borders. The beat, the Afro beat of the, of the songs from, Af from the Nigerian music, successful music African brands, those danceable Afro beats, that is the product intrinsic. The story of the song, the meaning and the take out of the songs, those as the product extrinsic. That is what reflects who we are. That is what reflects our values in those songs, in those stories, just like the struggles and the horses of whiskey, for example, from Ujuelegba, from Ujuelegba to Stardom. So this has, this is something that African brands needs to learn. A lot of African brands are very good on the functional product intrinsic, but they lack the extrinsic flesh that connects them to the universal man values that can propel them to travel across borders that will make people across countries, across geographic borders, to connect to the values and the meaning and the story of their brand. Something else to note about the success of Nigerian musicians who have succeeded internationally is that digital platforms like Apple iTunes and music streaming platforms like Spotify have enabled these Nigerian musicians like Whiskey and Bonaboy to travel across geographic borders with their content 
at scale and with speed. So what are the five lessons that we can learn from popular culture, Nollywood and music on building global leadership for African brands? Number one is that you must be authentically African in the quest for an African brand that wants to be global leadership must, number one, be authentically African. Number two, an African brand that wants to build global leadership must build on one or the combination of universal man values of fun, friendship, achievement, success, family, freedom, community to travel across geographic borders. Number three, an African brand in their quest for global leadership must target and focus on the African and African diaspora to capture and leverage these markets as a launch pad and route to global leadership. Number four is that in the quest for global leadership for brands of African origin, they must leverage digital and technology platforms to cross geographic borders quickly and at scale. Number five, learning from Nigerian musicians who have traveled and succeeded internationally is that African brands in their quest for global leadership must deliver good product quality, aspiration, and cosmopolitan image. The production quality of Nigerian musician brand, music brands or Nigerian musicians who have succeeded internationally are a class act. Their images are aspirational and cosmopolitan while being authentically African. When you see Olamide's smart contemporary song, smart kaftan, and his smart shoes, that's a class act when you see him on his music videos and when he's on concert on stage. So being authentically African does not mean low product quality at functional or user image level. Africans also love being cosmopolitan while being authentically African at the same time. That is the ethnographic meaning of Niger. The meaning of Niger, the cultural meaning, the ethnographic meaning of Niger is about being cosmopolitan, being cool, and being Nigerian all at the same time. The third case we'll look at in terms of how African brands can go international and succeed big on the global stage is the origin alcoholic beverage. But this is actually a very counterintuitive case. Please come with me. There is something about origin it is authentically African. It's an alcoholic beverage of African herbs, plant extracts, and fruits. It is different. The name itself, origin, evokes authenticity. Origin, original. African, original. Origin, since its launch, has built market share and the commanding lead of the alcoholic beverage market in Nigeria, beating the international and national premium brands in volume in the Nigerian market. While Origin has a strong product intrinsic at the functional level, it does not seem to have established a strong product extrinsic beyond the functional level and attributes of African taste that could have enabled it to connect to the universal human values and emotions of friendship, fun, achievement, success, independence, community that could have propelled it to travel across geographic borders beyond Nigeria. Brands are about self-expressive benefits. How does it make me feel? What does it say about me? 
this self-expressive benefits about what does it make me feel? What does it say about me? Means that brass needs to talk beyond their functional intrinsic attributes. Brass needs to position beyond their functional intrinsic attributes. In the case of origin, beyond the attributes of taste and plant extract to build a product extrinsic that can resonate with the story and the meaning of life for many people and their values and their truths and emotions across Africa and across the African diaspora. Yet origin has all the potentials to build a strong product extrinsic. Because origin has a credible and unique product intrinsic that could serve as a credible hook for a product extrinsic that can connect it to the universal man values and emotions and truth of fun, freedom, friendship, achievement, community, family, and so on, and do so in an authentic, in an authentic African way, given its very unique product intrinsic, its, its unique product intrinsic of African taste and herbs that differentiates it in the alcoholic beverage market. One of the interesting questions or puzzle with that will origin be much bigger if, like Nollywood, it becomes an authentic expression of any of the universal man values that we've been discussing and can connect these values and emotions beyond Nigeria, like Nollywood, to the African and African diaspora market. Given that origin gives a far lower margin compared to premium brands in the portfolio of its brand owners. Will a conscious, deliberate build of a strong product extrinsic around universal man truths of fun, freedom, any of them, friendship, independence, achievement, success, will a product extrinsic built by origin, connecting to these universal man values, propel origin, will this propel origin to fly faster across Africa and the African diaspora market and build the volumes that will compensate for its relatively lower margin in the portfolio of its brand owners? Of course, to do this, it will need to build a functional intrinsic, a build beyond a functional intrinsic uh, that we have like uh, of taste, like we have been discussing in the course of the podcast. Now, this origin case is a counterintuitive example, like I've said. These are, of course, a distant view. They are very, the smart people that manage the origin brand, they probably understand the issues much more, but it's a way to give a counterintuitive example of the need for African brands to build a good product intrinsic at the functional level, but also that they must build a strong product extrinsic connecting to universal man values, like the global brands, while being authentically African, and connecting to these universal man values that knows no continent, will propel our brands of African origin to travel beyond their country of origin across Africa and the African diaspora as a launch pad for them to conquer the world. Now, we can also apply this concept to the carbonated soft drink market in Nigeria. Some of our local brands in Nigeria have competed successfully with Coca-Cola on the basis of their economic value and functional attributes. Despite their local success in Nigeria, it is unlikely that these Nigerian brands will travel far internationally if their competitive strategy is strictly based on those functional and value attributes. Connecting to universal human values that resonate emotionally across geographic and country boundaries in an authentic African way is the competitive road for which these Nigerian brands competing with Coca-Cola could best travel across Africa and the world. Without this, these are Nigerian brands 
in the cola market are likely to remain local champions without the potential to cross borders. So in conclusion, what are the five things that African brands must do to achieve global leadership? Let's go through again. Number one, they must be authentically African. Number two, they must build on one or combination of the universal man values of fun, friendship, achievement, success, family, freedom, community to travel across geographic borders. Number three, they must target and focus on the African and the African diaspora market to capture this market and use them as a launch pad and route to global leadership. Number four, they must leverage digital and technology platforms to cross geographic borders quickly and at scale. Number five, they must deliver good product quality and aspirational user imagery. They must ensure that user imagery is cosmopolitan in the African way. Being authentically African does not mean low product quality. So that is the end of my podcast. I'm sure you find it very interesting. I'm sure a lot of our brand and marketing managers across Africa will find this podcast very interesting. Uh, please share this podcast with your network, with your marketing and business community, especially for all our brands, who are all our brand managers of who are trying to build brands that can travel across continents, across, across countries in Africa. And even if you manage international brands, the principles that we have discussed in this podcast still applies to your brand. Sometimes from the perspective of international portfolio, what you are trying to do is to connect your global brand strategy to Africa. So you will also find extracts in terms of some of the cases that we have discussed in culture, in popular culture being very useful in terms of your brand strategy. Uh, so until another time when I come your way again, uh, discussing from my experience in marketing strategy, operations, and general management, uh, another very interesting topic in business. Uh, please ensure that you be the best that you can be. Thank you.